will go to prison today on Scribble. Welcome to Scribble, 30 minutes of conversation, comments, and reviews on reading and writing, editing, publishing, and selling books. I'm Rebecca Wee. And I'm Don Wooten. Dr. Sharon Borello brought Augustana College courses to prison. We'll ask her about that today on Scribble. That seems like a good use of one's time in, uh, in a prison to study. Uh, there are many uh, stories about people who committed a crime, were sentenced to prison, and decided to make good use of that time to change their lives, and they studied in the prison library and came out different people. Mm-hmm. I take it that's, that's the hope of your prison courses. It absolutely is. So many, so many of the men incarcerated in in the prison system that we serve do not realize the gifts and the talents that they have. Yeah. And it is a surprise to them, just as it is a surprise to many people, just generally. We have a wealth of talent that we lock up. Mm-hmm. And as I said, they're as surprised as anybody else. Yeah. But we have smart, wonderful people who we... Now you're going to run into people who think those folks are criminals and we're coddling them. Uh, I don't understand that kind of thinking, but it prevails. I imagine you run into that, don't you? I do on occasion, but really only from people who don't understand what it means to completely lose your freedom. In some ways, it's an underestimation of what Americans have, and that is freedom. Mm-hmm. And that is everything. There is no lack of punishment that these men are facing. It is bitter every day. Mm-hmm. And so, but, I mean, the question then comes <laughs> down to what can one do with one's time when you're locked away? And, you know, recidivism is a problem. If you go to prison and are pretty much on your own, what you're likely to learn is how to be a better criminal. It's hopelessness yeah. That, yeah. that descends upon people. It's a despair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It isn't evil. And that's the thing that many Americans need to understand. In our language, we could have a conversation yeah. about the language because we're talking about our sons and grandsons, our mothers, our daughters, our Ants are knuckle-headed nephews. We're not talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. We're not talking yeah. about, you know, yeah. like most people that we incarcerate in this country are people, imperfect like the rest of us. Some yeah. of them have done terrible things, and some people have done terrible things who will never see the inside of a cell. I'm saying yeah. it's not our job to other them. It's our job to teach, yeah. and that is a joy. Well, I think the whole idea behind penitentiaries, you know, penance is, you're doing a penance, but the idea is that you will change, and that serving time will turn you around, and uh, 
It doesn't if that's all you do is serve time. Yeah, if you have nothing to <clears throat> aim for or to engage yourself in, the, the, the probably most amazing thing to me when I taught this past fall was how not just what they were doing in my class, but they were so clearly connecting it to what they were learning in their other classes. And our students on campus don't always do that, but they were they were learning and they were connecting and they were engaged and it was it was extraordinary. Um they, I, they're there for their lives. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I mean it is both it's joyful as a teacher to see people interested in ideas, deeply interested in bettering themselves. It's very mm-hmm. emotional as well as intellectual. And you know, yep. to see this all in, they do not take this for granted. Yeah. And they work very hard, very hard for this education. From what I've heard of it, it sounds as if the idea is to on college, lock kids up, <laughs> so they will only face class. Oh, so they'll, they'll you mean uh, uh, here on campus yeah. with our students? Well, it's yeah, they. Hmm, that's, a, that's an interesting <laughs> idea. I would not recommend it. <laughs> no, but. it really is. It's a, it's a, it's a bitter, horrible thing to imagine, yeah. because all these men have. I mean, they have families. Yeah, they have children. They. I mean, who do you love that you would lock in a room in the size of a bathroom for 10 years? And that they who don't. Who would you do that to? And then say, call it coddling if yeah. there's something that's healthy that yeah. they work for. So it yeah. is. Um, well, you're going to have that argument back and forth, you know, that well, they right. did something wrong. They've got to pay a price. The question they is, are. Mm-hmm. what is the nature of the price? Does the punishment fit the crime? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we look at the whole business of crime backwards. We spend most of our time punishing people, and we don't spend nearly enough time preparing people to avoid a life of crime. Yeah. And uh, that's the thing that always puzzled me when I was in the Senate. I thought, boy, we, we want to do things like give mandatory sentences, and I think, wait a minute. Every case is different. Mm-hmm. That's right. You've got to give a judge some leeway. Yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, but it's easy to be vindictive. And yes, some of the things people do, boy, they should pay for it. But while you're, while you're there, if you can change your life and come out of that prison, not, not merely not a threat to society, but someone that can help. That seems to make a lot of sense to me. Yes. Most of the students in the poetry class, what also moved me so much was that they weren't blaming anybody else. They weren't pointing their fingers somewhere else. They were over and over again in what they wrote, um, kind of lamenting what they had done that had helped land them there. But they were also realizing how much the neighborhoods they grew up in, the struggles of their own families in the communities and how how all of, the, you know, the idea that they could come out and live differently, I think, is this huge, huge, huge power that 
You should well, talk a little bit about David. Um, right, because, I mean, there are a fair number of folks who are incarcerated who did not commit a crime. Mm-hmm. It is very easy to get um, oneself swept up into a system. So our very first APEP student, um, David Staples, I was in, committed uh, no crime and was incarcerated for nearly 30 years. He was released August 12th. There have been stories about him. He's an Innocence Project client, and he will be finishing his degree. And this man has integrity, and yeah. I don't know how he kept his spirit. I don't know how he did it. It's, um, but he is, he has plans for graduate school. He will make that happen. This is a man we need. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, um, it's it's hard to find a balance. But uh, let me get technical. What kind of courses do you teach there? Same. Is it a regular college course? They're regular college courses. Mm-hmm. I mean, so Professor Wee here taught the same course she would teach on campus in the prison. They take classics and biology. They're going to take physics next semester. Mm-hmm. And yes. <laughs> And so they take writing classes, the, the same Augustana requirements that we have on campus. This is, this is an accredited second location of Augustana College. By every metric, yeah. this is a good thing. Well, uh, how long does it take to get your degree? I've mapped it out for four years. Really? Last, yes. Mm-hmm. Last year, we had nine faculty members who taught the first cohort those men ended up, most of them, with 34 credits at the end of the year. That's more than sophomore status. Yes. And so mm-hmm. they, um, they take a full-time load. And this year we have 18 faculty members going in, teaching everything from classics and writing poetry mm-hmm. to economics, physics, biology, religion. Mm-hmm. The um, first-year writing program first year writing all of program. our students have to take when they start. They work very hard for it, and they write their papers by hand. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Then, then the question comes, who, who pays for this? Who pays for this? The Knowlton Foundation that has gifted Augustana College with so many things. So the Austin E. Knowlton Foundation has, um, as you know, their names are on, they're, they're a part of buildings, the Lindbergh Center, the beautiful new kinesiology building, the track and field. They've been an Augustana supporter for years. Every one of us on this campus has benefited from Knowlton, and they also are funding this prison program. And this is one of the things that's interesting. I mean, you, you've, you've had this sort of, um, well, one of the first questions assumed that most people would not like this idea, but actually... There's bipartisan support for this idea. Yeah. Republicans and, and Democrats, conservatives all over, see that prison education is better by, for every dollar spent on prison education, $5 is saved on the costs of recidivism. Sure. Because people who take college, edu- post-secondary education of any kind, really, but especially programs like ours, they don't go back to prison. Yeah, it's it's it offers hope. It offers dignity in a in a complete in a system that completely degrades and shames people. Um, and some of those people who are incarcerated have done nothing more than some of the things we in this room have done. 
Yeah. And 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 so for us, not to other is super important yeah. as well. Yep. Look at them as people. Yeah. This country stands out. We lock people in concrete boxes, mm-hmm. and we call it justice. You yeah. know, it's uh, there's the injunction in Scripture to visit the prison. That's correct. Yeah. Oh, you're doing that. You're doing that, aren't you? Well, it's I. I had this strange experience. I don't even think I've told you about it, Sharon. The last day that I taught in the the term, and the students had given a reading, and they had put everything they had into it. They they I gave them the option of sitting and reading or getting up and stand, you know, standing at the podium. They all wanted to stand up. They. There were a few people who had come to listen from our program, and they, you know, turned and acknowledged that, thanked them for being. No, I didn't tell them to do any of that, and it was just the most moving experience. And as I left, I couldn't stand it that I wasn't going to see them all again in a in a room. And I was walking out of the prison, which is a grim, depressed. You know, they would give anything to get out of there as soon as possible and there I was walking away thinking I could I can't be back here till next year and it was such a strange what I thought of was that's the gift they just gave me which is that I didn't I I almost didn't want to leave the place that I know they're they're doing everything in their power to get out of but because Mm -hmm. their spirits were were what they were it it just how many I, how many prisoners are interested in a program like this um i'm getting <laughs> i'm getting um inquiries from all over the state so augustana is one of four institutions that have credit bearing a degree program in the state of illinois there is fewer than 1% of prisoners in the state of illinois have access to any post secondary mm-hmm. education fewer than 1% so this is a rare gift. Um, right now, people have to transfer from all the other 20-some-odd facilities yeah. all over the state. The people are putting in to transfer to East Moline Correctional Center to be able to apply for the program. Um, so it is a rare and wonderful gift that the Knowlton Foundation has offered us. Yeah. It is hard work. Um, as you can imagine, prisons are closed systems, and their goal is not education, yeah, and um, and so it's been very difficult to get in, but also we would not be there without the support of the prison officials of and from the state yeah. of Illinois. So all over this country, every state has different sort of requirements yeah. for their educational programs, and but we're getting there. And Augustana is a leader in the state of Illinois. It, uh, I would think that if I were in prison, I and this uh, this were available, I'd immediately sign up for it. Well, yeah. The problem is a lot of folks don't know that they're capable of doing college education. Many, 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 many people who are in prison don't have a basic education to begin with. And so um, they have to have a GED at minimum to Mm -hmm. apply for this. And so sometimes within um, prison, there are programs to get your, to finish your GED. GED. But there was holdups on that. There were there were over a thousand people waiting for over a year 
to take a test to get a GED. I've had people write me letters saying, as soon as I can get my GED, I want to apply. Yeah. But they can't do it unless, yeah. you know, yeah. that bottleneck gets, eases up. Yeah. Um, How long did you work on this idea before this happened? Because I know you've it's been you years put in, in the a making. lot of years. It's yeah. been years in the making, years in the dreaming. Yeah. But um, only, the, I mean, about five years of actively volunteering. Okay. So, and that was, or trying to build something. So Jason Mon and I and, and another faculty member volunteered, did reading groups. Mm-hmm. We, we taught a class for free that was like non-credit bearing. We did a number of things to sort of suss out yeah. uh, the landscape and, and see what could work. And I took a sabbatical at this time, la- uh, two years ago. It was only two years ago during my sabbatical that I wrote a grant. And the Austin E. Knowlton Foundation, they came through. And we started, I mean, we went from zero to 60. Mm-hmm. That next fall, we started with a full cohort of, I mean, a full year of coursework. Yeah. During COVID, yeah. <laughs> it was not. It was really, yeah, a miracle. The yeah. program is a miracle. Yeah, it's. Uh, but you know, right now, uh, college students are wrestling with debts and so on. Yes, isn't it awful? And they wish yes. that somebody would pay their bills. And yeah. some people are. And yeah. some people are. We yeah. had a forty million dollar gift to this college from an alum that said, we will close that gap. We've had board members yeah. step up. We have grants and loans, and we do everything we can to help make um, to help make it accessible. Augustana works very hard to do that. For international students, for local students, they try very hard. Education is expensive. And yeah. so we are blessed to have now the country finally waking up from the mm-hmm. terrible bipartisan mistake over 20 years ago when the Clinton and Biden administrations, I'm sorry, uh, uh, yeah, the, the crime bill that cut off um, federal loans and grant, grants and loans to incarcerated learners. And there were 700 plus college programs back in the early 90s. They went away overnight, almost overnight. Mm-hmm with the passage of that crime bill that took away, and that was a mistake. Yeah, that, that's true. It was a mistake, and we make mistakes like that all the time. It's so easy to say, let's get tough on crime, and right away I think, well, what do you mean by that? Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what do you mean, let's get tough on crime? Shouldn't we find a way to head off crime? If uh, people had access to a good education. Mental health resources. Addiction resources. Uh Well, look, right now, they've suddenly discovered that American students can't read. Uh, The statistics are just damning. Uh That we dropped teaching phonics uh, some years ago and used word recognition or some kind of crazy thing that that made the people who created it and promoted it rich. Mm. But in the meantime, we find that the kids suddenly can't read. They don't know how to decipher words. Mm. For whose benefit? Yeah. Yeah, That is always the question. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's just a book out on that that's uh, absolutely stunning. Yeah. Education is the key to, to, to fitting into society. 
when you grow up, your brain is still developing. You need to find how to be what you ought to be or can be. But if you don't have the means, home education is, uh, I don't know, some people are very good at it and some are not. Yeah, mm-hmm. But the idea of public education where we all come together in common. For the common good. For yes. the common good yep. so that the country can function as a democracy. Because if you don't know what you're doing when you right. vote, you're in trouble and so is the country. That's right. So anything you can do to promote education in or out of prison is a very good thing. Amen. I was thinking of one of the poems one of the students wrote because he had just learned, not in my class, about the word recidivism. And he wrote a poem in the form of an acrostic where you spell the word vertically and then you write out from it. And, yeah, if you can find it, we can read it. It was... um, the, the poem is, is short, but in the course of that, there is a, an acknowledgement that knowing what the word meant um, created kind of power. So this is, I don't know, can we say their names if they haven't given us permission? I wouldn't. Yeah, okay. This is recidivism. So it starts with race keeps getting us into trouble. There is no... And then the E of the next line, equal treatment between races. So the choices we make get us in trouble. I must do better to keep myself focused. I will feel victorious when I beat recidivism. I will do better and be better on my journey now that I see what the word means. But I know that the memories of all that I have seen will never go away. And then got a little um, note at the end. But that, I, I was struck when he first turned that poem in, that just knowing the word and having this goal of, I'm not going to go that direction, um, which was amazing. What is that you're holding? Uh, is that a collection Isn't of... Isn't that beautiful? This is a collection of poems, which I can leave with you. And these were written by, in Rebecca's class. And she, um, they wrote poems every week, and yep. Bonnie, Jessie, God bless her, typed yep, them up. typed them up because they were doing it all by hand. And that was a step where... But that's a beautiful book. That yes. cover was one of the students in the class. Yes. Drew that. Really? Yes. Yep. We're talking about talent. That is stunning. Isn't it gorgeous? Isn't it? And the poems are Every student got to choose some poems to put in here. This is a sampler of Professor Wee's class. I will leave it for you. Yeah, that's a, but the intricate detail of that. Cover, oh, I know. He's my lord. He's a very talented artist, and I guess. Um, and all their names are all around it, written all around. Oh, uh huh. And he had a whole process of. The gray in the part of the design was the the walls and the fences and the big red. I know our audience can't see it, but there's a big red lotus flower right in the middle of a shape that's kind of like a heart. And he said, that's the heartbeat. That's that's where everything's coming from. So I need to put this on our website. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, this is you, a, re- you really should. That yep. is a, that's a stunning production right there. Yeah. It's uh, and just sampling the poem on recidivism. That's that's well done. Yeah. 
That's really well done. I have yeah. some more. Yeah, read a couple that you marked. Read another one that you would like. Uh, okay, there's so many, but this one's called Anxiety. Uh-huh. Okay. Copper taste from nervous lips. Fingernails bitten down to the exposed flesh underneath. I breathe. You're okay, I tell myself, trying to trick my mind and body to get along for just one non-paralyzing moment. I breathe. Then I feel as if someone grabbed my heart out of its cavernous bucket and wrang it out like an old rag found in the basement. Breathe. I can't breathe. It's like my lungs are filled with ash and I'm coughing up thick black clouds that darken the world around me. You're okay. I begin to shake, like noticeably shake, like an old dog left outside in a bitter snowstorm with no shelter. I hold back tears, tears of sadness for what I've seemed to become, followed by the anger and rage of not being able to control this vessel I call my flesh. Fear comes next, putting thoughts in my head that make me bury my face in my hands and weep like a child for its mother. I just want to be free from this pain. I just want to be me again. <laughs> Makes you cry, doesn't it? I <laughs> that know. Is powerful powerful oh, stuff they're they're amazing and i uh, one more this is a shorter one do we okay. have time do we yeah need to... we have a couple minutes okay here. perfect okay there's there's multiple if you want to hear more but this one is called layla it's Le it's the writer's daughter mm -hmm. i believe anyway it's called layla i watched her grow up in photographs she looks like me she got suspended from the bus Apparently, she acts like me. Now she's an adult. I talk to her every day. The conversation always is centered around ways for her not to be like me. Very good. Oh, I know. They're just... It's, uh, <laughs> it's awfully difficult <laughs> to step into another person's skin. Yep. To feel as they feel. And to understand as they understand. And uh, even people we know, we can't read their minds. Yeah. We talk and converse, and we assume that everyone means what they say, and they take what we say. But the whole business of communication between people is fraught. It really yeah. is. And uh, I've often thought that sometimes when I give give a talk, I think... How many people are thinking, will this guy ever shut up? <laughs> but you can't tell that by the, the, the way they listen. And to have someone speak from the experience of prison, I think, is illuminating. Yes. And it does us, does us a lot of good. Yeah, you ought to put that on your website. I yeah. will. Thank you for that. Yeah, it's uh, people ought to be able to read this, even if you think that Prisoners should not be in any sense coddled or treated like other human beings. I think this might, uh, might change your thinking. Well, we need to not think of education as coddling right. anybody. No. You know, Isn't education a right? Isn't access to it? Shouldn't it be available to everyone who wants to work for it? Education should be free, uh, but that's my radical idea. <laughs> I look at Norway, where all the essential 
All the essentials in life are free. They're paid for through your high taxes, and yet the average income there is higher than almost anywhere. And take a look at their prison system. Yeah. It's nothing like ours. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. They don't, mm-hmm. One well, more? Would you want to hear one more? I actually, we only have okay. <laughs> we have a matter of twenty seconds before the theme chimes in. Okay. But Sharon, I want to thank you for spending time with us and telling us about this program. And uh, no matter how you feel about it, I think you ought to look into it because there's something going on here that uh, might be of great value. And uh, I congratulate you for slogging through and getting it done. Anytime. Okay. Well, that'll do it for now. Uh, We'll be back next week, Rebecca and I, with another session of Scribble.